0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Change Creator Podcast Show. This is your host, Adam Force. Uh, if you missed the last episode, we released a, a conversation I had with Jay Shetty, um, really relevant and powerful conversation um, about storytelling. Storytelling is a very big part of branding. And as you know, we are all about creating powerful brands that people can fall in love with. Um, This is such an important part of business. This is not, you know, a tactic like a webinar or a workshop. You know, I get so exhausted hearing everybody trying to pitch the new tactic um, and making a ton of money off it, right? Because people are desperate to find that, that one tactic when in reality, it's really the core principles behind these things that make it matter. Right. And that's what I love about branding. It's, it's, it's how we actually differentiate the market. It's how we make people feel. It's how we build trust. Um, this is what creates loyal customers, long-term success. Um, it's not the little tactics and how we deliver our, our information that's always evolving and changing and you know, whatever. Um, it's the message. It's the, the, the feeling. It's the branding. These things matter the most. These are like core principles behind business and marketing. So it's easy to overlook those things because everybody wants that immediate uh, win. Like if I do this, then in, in six months, I'm going to make X dollars, right? Um, and that's great. And you can start getting those immediate wins when you have the right branding set up and then you're setting up the, you know, you know I don't even like we do build the websites, but we build them as sales machines, right? How are we selling? Most people have their websites up and they say, well, it's just there. So I have some presence online. Um, And that's a huge mistake because it's a very valuable piece of real estate. So I don't care if it's just a sales funnel, it's a website. These are web pages that are designed to build relationships with people and create sales, right? And so I don't care if it's a website, it's quick funnels or some other thing. They're all just web pages and they all are important to the business. All right. So we're going to be talking to, uh, Michael unbroken today. All right. So he is the founder of, um, think unbroken. And so Michael has a ton of experience and he is focused on childhood trauma. He's built up tons of uh, credibility in the space over time. He's going to explain how he started this business and how he's you know built a, a small team around it now and all the steps he had to take. So it'll help you on your journey and understanding, you know, he's taking this coaching approach and I'm sure there's a lot of coaches out here listening. Uh, and he's done a lot of other work that he's going to talk about and how he got investment from a guy like Grant Cardone. And I think it's such a great story we talk about towards the end of this conversation, because it's really important to see how he put himself out there and created an opportunity and seized it. And look what happened. He now has this community of people he built around him in the Grant Cardone's world. He got investment, um, pretty awesome stuff. So a lot of good, uh, touch points, uh, for this conversation coming up. Okay. All right, guys. Um, So enjoy this and listen, we have two spots open with our brand studio. Um, We are just closing out some incredible uh, brands right now. And if you're looking to get your branding done and you want to get your your sales going online um, with more lead generation, all that kind of stuff, we will help you and work very closely with you step-by-step. Just reach out, go to our website, you'll see our services. Um, This is such an important part of your business. So I hope you really are taking it seriously. If you're not sure if it's the right time, We have some articles there to help you. Just look for those articles I wrote about timing. It doesn't make sense for you and all that stuff. All right, guys, let's get into this conversation with Michael. Okay, show me the heat. I know you're going to dig this. Hey, Michael, welcome to the Change Creator Podcast. How are you doing today, man? Adam, I'm so
1: good, brother. Thank you so much for the opportunity to come and chat with you today, man.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think we have a lot of common interests just from our little preliminary chat and people we follow and stuff like that. So i um, excited to hear about your journey. I definitely want you to share your Grant Cardone story. Everybody hang tight. We're going to get into that. Um, so Michael, like, you know, typical stuff. I, I just want to get some background. I like to know, I like to kind of reverse engineer, like what's going on today. That's exciting. And then give us a little background on how you got there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, today, what, what's really fascinating about my life is I live in a lot of different verticals. I'm a life coach, I'm a business coach, I'm a VP, I'm a board director. I do a lot of different things. And most importantly uh, is my mission to empower people to become the hero of their own story and ultimately end generational trauma. And, and I recognize on a long enough timeline that will happen in my lifetime, I'm really trying hard to make that happen. Is it plausible? I don't know yet. Um, but I'm, I'm driven by this idea of empowerment empowering human beings to tap into their full potential. And it started because I'm, I'm a victim of child abuse. My mother was a drug addict and alcoholic. When I was four years old, um, she actually cut off my right index finger. So that kind of creates baseline, right? My stepfather, super abusive. I was homeless as a kid. Um, when I was 12 years old, I got high for the first time, started selling drugs, got drunk at 13, expelled from school at 15 for selling drugs, of course, right? <laughs> got put into a last chance program. I learned so many practical business skills in that still didn't graduate high school on time. They gave me the diploma. They were like, you just got to get out of here, man. And I was (laughs) trying to find the solution for poverty and was thinking it was money. But I knew I had to make it legally because my friends were going to prison. My uncle's in prison for life. My three childhood best friends. They'd been murdered. I'd been in handcuffs more times than I can count. Luckily, never went to jail. Somehow I just finagled my way out of those things. Um, And then when I was 18, became an assistant manager manager at a Wendy's, had 52 people under me at 18 years old, made every mistake you can make in leadership. By 20, I was like, I need a job making $100,000 a year legally. And right around my 21st birthday, I landed a job with a Fortune 10 company. This is no high school diploma, no college degree. And sure enough, I started making six figures and uh, then my life exploded and it just got way worse. I was 350 pounds smoking two packs a day, drinking myself to sleep. And I was just like, what is happening? One day I looked in the mirror, Adam, and I said, Michael, what are you willing to do to have the life that you want to have? The words no excuses, just results came into my brain, just reverberated through my body. Fast forward 11 years later, here I am talking to you, brother. That's the accountability mirror, right? totally, man. It was this thing where, but it wasn't, I didn't do it intentionally. I was yeah, just yeah. mad at myself. I was just pissed. I was like, dude, what are you doing? Right. And and I went in that mirror and it, it became probably one of the most important things I've ever done in my life. If not, the I most love it. Important.
0: I love it. And, and wow, you said you were over 300 pounds, which now obviously you look like you're back in shape and you're doing good. And that's a major change. And you know, why, for people that don't know the accountability mirror is uh, an idea from David Goggins, book can't hurt me uh michael and i were just talking about that earlier uh, so i brought it up because i i actually loved that point he made and you just hit it too right so it's something that like you looked yourself in the mirror and said yo like what are we doing here man <laughs> you know it's like who do i really want to be right now <laughs>
1: Yeah. And the hard part is when you come from a traumatic background or an abused background and everyone tells you you're not good enough, strong enough, capable enough, and then you're negative reinforced with every time you step into your intuition, something bad happens. It's the hardest thing you'll ever do is be able to go, you know what, I'm going to answer this question and then I'm going to try to be the person I'm capable of being. And yeah. And I'll argue that's the most difficult thing anyone will ever do in their life.
0: Yeah, it's tough cuz you know with your background which is pretty intense um you get lots of stories going on in your in your mind that you tell yourself. And obviously, as you know, now it's like these things shape our behaviors and then they become things we have to like break and change. And it's a tough road uh, to kind of shift how you see the world and how you think about yourself in order to, to get where you want to go. Right. So why don't you tell us a little bit about unbroken? Um, I want to hear kind of where the name comes from. I think we can get a good sense from what you're telling me and just how it started, like, where did, where, 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 where's the epiphany, uh, happen for you to start this business?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So so the name came Think I'm Broken came one night, three o'clock in the morning, you know, can't sleep wide awake. And just thinking about and this was five years ago, almost six years ago now. And, and just thinking about this concept and this idea that anytime anyone has had any type of mental health element in their life, anytime they don't fit in the box, anytime they're not that formulaic robot, they get labeled as broken. And I was just like, that's nonsense, man, like that that's not who I am. That's not how I ever felt. Like, that's not how I think. And then it was just like, oh my god, think unbroken, like that's what it is. And it wasn't intentional. Like I didn't set out to, I didn't set out to do this, Adam. No part of me was like, you know, be great. Let me be the spokesperson for you know child abuse. So it's not on my radar. <laughs> but I had been blogging. Um, I'd been educating myself. I'd been learning about the impacts of trauma. I'd been sharing it online, and people were just reaching out to me. And and I kind of kept this under wraps for a couple of years because I didn't really know. What I what my intention was, and I don't wanna do anything without intention. And slowly on the old blog, people would reach out and they'd be like, Man, that thing you posted was amazing. I relate. And then that thing that you shared, you know, it changed my life. And then it was like, wow, you saved my life. And and a huge amount of weight came with that. And it kept happening again and again and again. And it was really wonderful because what happened is I recognized and this is a weird moment, Adam, I recognized that I had a moral obligation to step into this because what I had discovered meant that. I needed to share it with other people as well, so that they can understand what they're possible of doing in their lives, yeah. also. Yeah. And so, think unbroken. At the end of the day, it's it's a mission. It's not even about me. That's not it's not called Michael, right? It's it's think unbroken, and I'm building out a team. I'm building out structures. I'm building out systems and support to break down the social narrative of people being broken in the world, so we can empower ourselves to become the hero of our own story, whatever that means for you. It's not dictated by me, and I and that's the thing, right? Can we help people? happen to that part of them that says i know somewhere dude we all somewhere deep inside of us have that idea of who it is that we can be that mythical character that we have the ability to be that superman that batman that whatever you know david goggins fine whatever and (laughs) and the thing about that is it all starts with our mind and it's easy to throw around the words mindset and be like, just fix your mindset. Life will be better. We all know it doesn't work that way, but, but what you think becomes what you speak and what you speak becomes your action and your action become your reality.
0: That's it, man. That's the formula. And it's, it sounds so easy, but it's, uh, it's a tough one. Um, So it sounds like, you know, you started this business. What did it look like when you started, um, Cause you, you mentioned at the beginning, you know, where you're at today and you're wearing a lot of different hats and things like that. And so when you started think Unbroken, broken, is it, um, was it very focused and how did you start getting a influx of cash to support what you were doing? Did you have another job at the time? Like what, what did that look like?
1: Yeah. So, you know, the, the nice part about growing up homeless is being an entrepreneur, very young. Um, I know that sounds crass, but it's true. So at eight years old, I I was in the Boy Scouts and they had us knocking door to door selling crap. And then at 10, um, I was stealing candy from the corner store and selling it to survive. That's a hundred percent margins, dude. Um, and then, (laughs) and then at 12, I'm selling drugs and at 15, blah, 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 blah. Right. The list goes on and on. The one thing that I learned is I learned how to not be afraid to ask for the sell and being in a fortune 10 company and a sales environment at 20 years old and getting this script or as making this company five to $7 million a year, I learned how to sell. And that's the thing that I knew coming into building Think Unbroken, like you have to have money. And, And I scaled this business to six figures in nine months. That's something most people will not do in a coaching space, right? I'm doing air quotes, but to answer your question, there's a lot that happens in that. When I was 25, I made a huge mistake 26. I exited a business where I had stability working a job before I had a business off of its feet. And I learned a really hard lesson about what happens when you don't have the parameters and frameworks of a business and focus, because next thing you know, I burned through my entire savings and I was borrowing money to pay my rent. Yeah. Now, I knew I didn't want to do that with Think Unbroken. I needed to build this in a way that was sustainable so that I could look at a P&L and go, okay, cool, cool. we're making money. I'm not freaking out right now. <laughs> but, it, but it started slowly, like all businesses do. And I, I, I will say one of my superpowers is patience. And so out the gate, the first thing that I knew I wanted to do was I wanted to write a book. And that's when I, before I could do that though, I needed to understand if I had a valid product in the marketplace. And in order to do that, you know, here's what's interesting. People started reaching out to me and they were saying, "Will you coach me?" And I kept saying no. I was like, "I don't I don't want to be a part of that cuz I don't know it. I don't understand it." And so I just went back and I started look at what all my mentors were doing. And I was like, "Oh, of course, I can use my IP and then I can create some stuff and then I can host some workshops." And so it went like speaking, workshops, books, coaching online programs podcast right and trying to figure out the little areas to monetize each one of these to slowly grow the business but it all starts with attention now being a a vp of sales and marketing for an international company and a board director and a consultant for i've worked with coca-cola red bull four roses indianapolis motor speedway the list goes on and on and from a consultant standpoint and what do those guys all do really well They do marketing. They do promotion. And so everything starts with promotion because if people don't know who you are, it doesn't matter if you have the best product on planet Earth. And so I just, dude, I was just, go look at my Instagram. I've posted like 2,500 times. I got 10,000 tweets. I've got 400 blogs. I got... 50,000 points on Reddit, right? Like it's just all promotion, just putting yourself out there and grinding in this way where I wasn't spending money on advertising because people now will default to that. And I'm like, you cannot spend money on advertising if you don't have business structures where cash flow exists because you're going to ultimately kill your own business. Even though (laughs) I've spent, I spent probably close to 1.5 million online over the course of my career and all these different verticals. But ultimately, it's like, you got to start leveraging what is right there in front of you first. And and that's what I did. I said, let me leverage the attention. Let me put stuff out. Let me ask people for the sell. Right. And then when the coaching thing, it was very much about, I looked at it like this. I am willing to invest what I invest in myself. So then if you want to be in my programs, you have to be able to meet me there as the commitment. And so I don't under, I do, I've never once undercharged myself in this business. And if I give anyone a piece of advice, you've got to understand if you're stepping into a business and you're dramatically undercharging, you are going to lose in the marketplace. One, because people aren't going to take you seriously, right? For real. And, and two, because eventually, especially if you're in a service based business or an online business or a retail business or any vertical ever, eventually you're not going to make any money and you're gonna either run flat and if you're running flat, you're gonna fail. So I just went on a diatribe, man. (laughs)
0: Yeah, no, you're good, you're good, you're good. A lot going on there, but I think, you know, you shared a lot of good points Um, and I I agree. I mean, I I see it a lot. We coach entrepreneurs um, over here at Change Creator in different capacities around branding, storytelling and stuff like that, website design. And I see a lot of people do want to jump into Facebook ads and other forms of advertising as the quick fix for the attention and traffic and sales um and we always we're on the same page as you where over the years i've learned that if you have an idea whether you're a coach or a course or whatever it is if you can't figure out organically how to make i say ten thousand but i'll say five thousand a month like you know, consistently, you should have some kind of systems organically working. So you, that means you understand the messages that work, you understand how to get uh, out there and you have some things going that you can rely on sort of cushion, then you can think about these ads. So if you, I would say, I mean, I like to really say 10,000 a month organically. Um, Cause some people think that's a, like a lot, a lot of money when really, when you are really getting into business, it's not that's actually not that much, right? So it's like, you're going to spend 10 grand. Like we hired a a Facebook ad agency for a while to help promote one of our courses. And I mean, you're spending four or five grand a month just for them to manage and optimize the ads. And then you got your ad spent on top of that. So you're easily at like eight to 10,000 a month just for the ads, right? So if you haven't done that organic legwork to make sure you know what works and what doesn't, you're gonna spend all your money trying to figure it out with ads. And that's how you go. Down fast.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and, and I think it's really important to understand too, it and especially now. Like ten years ago, you could have spent a hundred bucks on digital advertising and you would make headway. Now, you yeah. might like if you're not spending. I really think about this. If you're not spending five hundred to in a thousand dollars a day, you shouldn't be running an app now. And and that's a hard place to get to. That that's my thought and my opinion on it because I'm just trying to break through the noise. But yeah. but ultimately, so much of it is like where could that money be better spent especially right now and to your point growing organically man there's so many different places you could spend that money to build your business in a value-driven way because people are getting flooded with ads we know this i spend Last this weekend I spent ten thousand on a single campaign for three days in one of my companies. Like you're gonna have to break through that, but think about what you can do with, with money to create value for people. You can give away your book, you can give away your course, you can give and create impact in people's lives where that money is well better suited.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I I look at another way too, where you can even put money into your organic marketing by hiring a VA, right? So let's say you want to get posted. You want to be a guest on podcasts. I I get clients. I I did one podcast. It it made me 10 grand just for a couple of clients because they heard the podcast. They reached out. How do I work with you? Right? So these things happen. And so getting out on these podcasts can be really good, but You don't want to spend, uh, you know, 10 hours a week trying to dig up the contacts and reach out. So if you had that system in place, you hire a VA for 500 bucks a month and they just crank them out for you. Right. I mean, so that's an investment where you're not spending 500 a day, but 500 a month. And you can get a very good level of awareness in return.
1: So glad you said that. I couldn't agree more. As entrepreneurs, the word solopreneur makes me wanna slam my face into a wall. Because if you are trying to build a business by yourself, you inevitably are gonna fail unless you're in the tech space, like realistically, right? Because. If you think about it, no one great has ever done anything alone. And this idea that you can go and build this beautiful, big structure all by yourself isn't going to work because you're going to get trapped in the tedium of I have to send the email. I got to check the schedule. I got to post the social media. I mean, already I got Think Unbroken has eight people almost nine really nine people on the team and my other business the other verticals we have 32 people and there's not any way on planet earth i'm trying to do all this stuff by myself one of the biggest fears that entrepreneurs always face is that idea because we come from the societal norm and whereas we say asking for help is weak asking for help is the strongest thing that you will ever do and if you can let down the guard of perfectionism, which is the reason why you're tied to the idea that you can't hire anyone because no one can do it as good as you. When you remove that nomenclature from your vocabulary, I promise you the way that you can start to scale your business will become more apparent because you'll be tied into the things that you should be doing, not wasting time on shit that doesn't deserve your attention. Not that it all doesn't deserve your attention, let's be very clear. But ultimately, at the end of the day, you cut a line down a piece of paper and you go, only the things Adam can do versus all the other stuff I can bring someone into support. You're way better off spending your early upfront money on support than advertising or promos or buying pizza for people or whatever that is. When you focus on building your team first.
0: I agree. I think there's two things that happen. You either have to let go in order to grow or you Keep control and you don't grow, right? So you have to let go in order. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't mean for that to rhyme, but yes.
1: <laughs> no, but people um, remember that. That's a powerful way to state
0: it, right? I mean, you gotta let go in order to grow because you have to start letting people do what they do best. And one way I really appreciated it uh, that was Trey Llewellyn. I don't know if you know him. Um, he was like, Well, the way I look at it is you can only work, operate at 100%, whatever you're doing in the business, whatever hat you're wearing could be the owner hat from the 30,000 foot view, could be the operator hat, the artist hat, whatever it is. And he goes, You get 100%. If you hire someone and they can only do half of what you do, now your business is operating at 150%. And you're like, oh, yeah, I guess that's a nice way to look at that. You get someone else, you're at 200%. So it's like they're still adding to the business, right? And as long as you're smart enough to put their time towards revenue generating things, like, I don't know about you, but you hear, um, I hear all the time from entrepreneurs that we work with, it's like, they're doing all kinds of things that don't matter right now, that don't create them revenue, and it's just sucking up their time. And you're like, stay focused, (laughs) stay
1: focused. I'm curious to your thoughts on this, because I, I see the value in understanding and building the system first as the entrepreneur. I want to make sure I understand every aspect of my business. Yes. But then once I do and I understand it and it is built the first time I bring my people in, we have SOPs, we have handbooks, we have everything that people need so that when I bring them in, onboarding and training is very simple because I've laid it out step by step because I've already
0: done it. And then I can remove myself. Do you agree with that? A hundred percent. I I'm right there with you. I didn't hire an ad agency for Facebook until I've done ads and I understood them a little bit. I don't need to be the master at Facebook ads where I put all my time, but I like to understand things to a certain level. So one, I, I not only, understand it for the business and how it works and what it should look like but i know if they're doing a good job or not <laughs> right yeah, so exactly. like when you start a business my belief is in line with what you think which is uh, you do have to wear multiple hats in the beginning because you don't have money yet to really hire out too much so you have to be the artist the operator the owner and you have to understand these business skills right? And you could start doing things and you find how to generate the revenue. And then when you see what's working, you create the system and you hand it off. But I wouldn't just come in here and say, Oh, I heard that I should just do what I'm good at and hire everyone else for everything. And the next thing you know, you, you just have a bunch of broken shit going on with people trying to do things for you. And you don't even know if it's right or wrong or whatever.
1: Yeah. And you're going to get ripped off. Look, that's the thing people really, oh my gosh, Adam, if I can say one thing that I think people could carry with them that will impact their business immediately is that when you understand all of the system's of the operations of your business and the structure, you will never get ripped off. One of the biggest things that pisses me off is that there are there are all kinds of coaches and advertising agencies and funnel builders and blah, 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 who have never built anything of value. And they're yeah. taking tens of thousands of dollars of your money and they're lying to you. The uh-huh. And that's you and I'm gonna say this, and I know it's gonna make people mad, it's your fault if that happens to you. Because you did not do the things that you needed to do in order to make sure that you understood what you were getting involved in. And the hard part is it happens, and I'm so sorry, but when you understand the frameworks and structures on the front side, that will never occur.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, that makes sense. And, and that's why you have to have an understanding of the business Um before you start doing those things. And, um, yeah, you can, it could cost you a lot of money and I I've seen it too. Like everyone now, the new thing is like, I'll build your sales funnel and all that stuff. And it's like, okay, great. So you make it look pretty, but do you really know like user experience? Do you really know, uh, the psychology behind the pages and actual like how to sell, right? Just cause you can design something doesn't mean you know how to sell. And, you know, it's interesting cause to your point, here's a, a point in case, a case in point. Um, I had somebody come on, you know, we do branding and website design and stuff like that. And we have a, a unique experience of like the strategy and the the UX that we put into those things to get high conversions because we've done it a million times ourselves to get conversions, whether we're selling a $20,000 high ticket or a transactional item. And when I get to a point, because uh, we're a smaller shop, we don't have agency overhead, right? I don't ever want to be an agency, but we had entrepreneurs like you had someone knocking on your, like, hey, I'm in your course. Can you actually do this for me? Can you actually take me to that next level? And we're like, all right. So we started doing this thing and I get somebody on a phone and I was going through like, you know, what the investment was and stuff like that. And they're like, I've already spoken to three other agencies. Adam, I have my credit card in hand. Let's do this. <laughs> know because they realize the value of like what they're getting from a smaller shop who's doing all this stuff with a lot of experience and then the agencies are like way way more so if you do have your bearings on how things work what the market prices are and what makes it tick like you'll know when to pull the trigger is i guess what i'm trying to say
1: yeah a hundred percent and and you'll know i think alignment's incredibly important in this if I, you know, one of the things I always ask anyone that I, I bring on board, whether they're a consultant or a VA or whatever, is yeah. I want to be in alignment with their values. What is their mission? What is their vision? Who yeah. are they? What do they represent in the marketplace? Also, what have they built before? Because, you know, it doesn't make sense for me to bring in someone who's only built a three-figure business when I'm over here building six, seven, eight, nine, ten-figure businesses, <laughs> right? So you have to really understand the, you know, one of one of my mentors, Brennan Dawson, says the quality of your questions determines the quality of your answers. And you really have to ask the right questions across the board in all assets and and facets of your business so that then you have the correct answer.
0: Absolutely. I love that you mentioned asking the right questions. And I don't want to forget to talk about the uh, the Grant Cardone story. So we're going to bring that up in a second. Um, One of my favorite books um, is called The Road Less Stupid, (laughs) <laughs> and it is, it is from a very experienced, uh, business guy, um, Keith, uh, what the hell's his name? And it is all about asking the right questions. And it's one of the, the better books I've read in business that you will just, I'm already going through it my second time, just because it's so valuable in how you think about like, Assessing risk, asking certain questions and doing things. And he just shares a ton of just incredible perspective and the types of questions you should be thinking about for different things. I love that. I actually just wrote that down. I've not read that book. You haven't. Let me get this name just so you have the author name real quick. I'll tell you. The road less stupid. Yeah. And I think that's such a a, a practical piece of advice too.
1: And it's, I don't think it's to be crass when people say, ask the right questions, you really have to understand all of it top to bottom. And it it sounds cumbersome, but when you do understand the complete inner workings of the business, like you'll know what to ask. And then that means I always ask this of myself, am I setting myself up and my team, am I setting myself and my team up for success or for failure? And that all starts with the question questions.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, it, 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 all starts there. And the more you hear like how he shapes these perspectives, his name is Keith J Cunningham, just so you have his name. Um, and I actually got this book from one of my mentors who recommended it, um, at a summit, a mastermind summit that we were at. And, um, I've been impressed with it. And it's like, if you ask yourself, like just an example, it's like, what would my business look like if I only operated based on referrals? You know, like you you start thinking about things and tackling questions because tactical questions will get tactical answers and strategic questions will get strategic answers. And you're right. It's how we start that question. You can spiral yourself all the way down the wrong path that gets you nowhere fast. Or you can ask the right questions that actually starts getting you results. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, absolutely. listen. Um, tell me a little bit. I know you got some investment. I saw your. So people have a little background. I saw he. Uh, uh, Michael has a book on the back, the 10x rule, which is from Grant Cardone, and there's a story behind that book um, and Grant Cardone because. Uh, and I'll let Michael tell. it. Michael, you jump in. Tell us what, what what was the situation with Grant Cardone?
1: Yeah. So so, too long didn't read. Grant Cardone invested ten thousand dollars into my business. Longer version of that. So um, four months ago, I was on Facebook and I kept seeing this Grant Cardone book pop up for his funnel, right? Get of the course. free book Get the free book. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to go funnel hack this guy. And, <laughs> and, and I was like, let me just go see what he's doing. Let me follow the structure. Let me figure this out. Cause I have a free book funnel as well and it works well, but I'm always looking like, what is the granular change that I can make that might create a, a bigger impact? And, sure. and so I got the book, it comes in, it's sitting on my desk for a couple of days. I'm just looking at it. I, I'm typically only listen to books because yeah. I, I go 2.5 X to 3 X speed. And I just like buried in my brain. And so I got this book. It's sitting there staring at me and it's like, Michael, read me. And so okay. I pick it up. I'm getting ready to go to bed and I just start reading it. And next thing you know, an hour and a half later, I'm still reading this. I'm like, I have to go to bed. Next morning, I wake up. I'm in the gym. I get the audiobook, listen to the audiobook in one day. And then I'm like, okay, this is phenomenal. There's something here. This guy's speaking my language. I've never heard anyone put it like this before. And so I was like, okay, I wonder if he has any conferences or something. I've never. Never heard of this dude before. What? Keep in mind, you guys have to understand something. There's 8 billion people on planet Earth. No one knows who you are. <laughs> now I understand Grant Cardone, 10 million followers, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I find yeah. out he's got this conference in Miami 10 days later after I read this book. And so I, I get a ticket. I fly out there. I'm in the conference. I like I'm, I'm there. I'm present. I want to see what's going on. I think I'm going to a marketing conference. Adam turns out I'm going to an entrepreneur conference, which yeah. is incredible. And so I'm sitting there and this guy, Pete Vargas gets on stage and Pete's yep. talking about, you know, Four years ago, I'm where you were. And I go, Pete, bullshit. I heard that story before, right? Everyone said, but then I kept listening and I was like, oh my God, this dude's like speaking with passion and truth and heart. And he goes, anyone who invests in this program will get the opportunity to pitch their business to Grant Cardone for $10,000 investment. And so we go to lunch break and there's a guy standing behind me named Russ Yeager. And so Russ and I chatted up, we connect and I go, Russ, I don't know why, but I'm supposed to know you. So we go back, we blah, blah, blah next day. So there's a video of Russ Yeager that pops up on the screen. The year prior, he did the pitch off for Grant Cardone and won the $10,000 investment. So let me tell you guys something really important. A hello can be the opportunity that changes your life. And you're sitting here in these conferences and in the elevator and on the street and you're not talking to people and you never know who that person is. So fast forward a couple of months, we get the email, hey, create your pitch video to get entered. Thousands of people submit, right? Whatever, I make it to the top 10, huge deal. Adam, I knew if I made it to the top 10, I would win because I had I forced it into my brain because what you think becomes your, what you speak, you speak, become your action, your action, become your reality. Now, coming back to my point earlier, Earlier in what I said, you can never do anything great alone. And so I thought to myself, who do I know that won this last year? Oh, (laughs) I'm going to call Russ Yeager. And then I talked to his wife, Emily. And then I talked to a bunch of other people. And then I watched Pete Barkas's training on speaking and blah, 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 blah. And then I rehearsed this pitch 75 times in three days. So here's what's crazy. This is the best part. There's a video of it that I have on my website. We get up there. The top 10 we We're in the zoom room. There's 10,000 people watching online. There's pressure. You got Grant Cardone up there, Jared Glant. Um, you got uh, uh, Brandon Dawson and Pete Vargas. All these guys are heavy hitters. Right. And so, and, and, and I'm sitting there and grant comes on stage. He's like, what are we doing? Okay. They got five minutes to pitch their business. Adam, I've been rehearsing a five minute pitch 75 times for the last three days. It's buried into my brain. Grant goes in real life. You don't get five minutes. I was like, uh oh,
0: yeah, and he, goes, he goes,
1: uh, you get two minutes, dude. You just saw people's heart just sink, man. And I was like, let's go. And he goes, who wants to go first? I raise my hand. I go, I'm going first. He goes, you know, people always say they go first, but they're not ready. And I do my two minutes and Grant literally does a mic drop. From the stage. And I knew immediately I had won. And and the thing about that is, there, there's a lot of layers to this, Adam, right? One, there's practice. You have to be proficient. Two, you have to understand the inner workings of your business top to bottom at all times, because sometimes you're going to get two minutes, right? You have to ask for help. If I wouldn't have talked to Russ, I do not believe I would have won that investment. And then the what final. What did part Russ of, tell
0: you that was helpful? <sighs>
1: So I asked him what he did. I said, Russ, tell me what you did last year. And, and what I recognized in the conversation that Russ and I were having is, so people label Grant Cardone as the greatest salesperson in America, right? And, and that's fair, I get it. And I was like, oh, what we have to actually do is sell the best salesperson in America, us our business. And I've been selling stuff since I was eight years old. I know how to do this, but the thing that Russ did for me that was really special and really important is A, he supported me again, because you can't do anything alone. And B, he poked holes in my pitch. And he said, you should say this, try that. I would take that out. That doesn't make sense. Here's what I did last year that I think would be beneficial. Okay, dude. The thing that people have to understand is they're always looking for mentors. They want to climb the ladder. They want to have Robert Kiyosaki be their mentor. And I'm like, dude, I'm looking for the person one step ahead of me not yeah. 500 yeah. who's the guy i can or the or the woman or the person i can connect with who's my parallel on this venture where i can just reach out to them and go hey i see You're one step ahead. Can I ask you a question? And so ultimately, at the end of the day, Grant Cardone invested $10,000 in my business. But more importantly than that, I get to be part of that community. And, you know, it's really beautiful and powerful to be a part of something that's so much bigger than just this idea of entrepreneurship. It's about family. It's about community. And as entrepreneurs, we know it's a lonely road. And I don't think there's anything more important than being in connection with other human beings.
0: Love it. That's a good good story to for us to wrap up on here so I can Respectful of your time and everybody listening. Um, So great, great insights and lessons throughout this conversation. So I hope everybody listening is taking notes, um, you know, really thinking about your business, asking the right questions, doing the right things at the right time, right? We talked about organic first paid advertising, um, not being afraid to ask for help. And you don't need the most famous person who's gonna charge you $100,000 a year for some program to coach. There are people one step ahead. So I think that was a very powerful uh, point that you made there as well so um let's give people a shout out where do they find you if they want to work with you learn more all that kind of stuff what's the best uh place for them to look online
1: yeah absolutely man so i'm michael unbroken everywhere um and then i have a a free business challenge seven day challenge at thinkunbrokenbusiness.com slash challenge it's totally free And I go deep into sales, marketing, scaling, leadership,
0: SOPs, the whole nine. Got it. Awesome. Michael, thanks so much for your time today. Appreciate it, man. I appreciate you, Adam. Thank you so much, my friend. Got it. Thanks for tuning into the Change Creator podcast. Visit us at changecreator.com forward slash go big to get access to free downloads and other great resources that will drive your business forward.